Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Ah, the 80s, Nick. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> I was shocked. I was shocked this week how few people knew how to identify this song. Can you identify the title and artist of this particular song and why it's famous? guy must have just been like, I got it. Oh, listen to this. You may have early one up to be here. And my guy will be there with uh, the stuff in 30 minutes. That's nice, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I one-upped you early. I, I gave the old intro in a trivia question. Yes. You've done it before. Thank you. David Cassidy. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Hey, one, hey, one of those. Started asking me all Partridge family questions. Why not? The guy just died. Put me right up on the ropes. 103 years old, David Cassidy, when he went. Nobody knew that. What? I was joking. Oh. It was in his 60s, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the joke. What do you got? Anything? Sure. Artist? Song? Any identifiers? Oh, what do I got on yeah, that? Yeah, that's the question. That's I've the heard question. it before. Okay. I'm guessing it was from a film. No. No. It, it was the often used intro of oh, a the famous sh- the sports Bulls? team. Yes. The Bulls. Yeah, okay. The that's Chicago Bulls used it as soon as you said intro. often, you, I, I got it right And right. you're saying, Michael. We actually used that at the first riddle, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the did intro. Did we do that? Yeah, did we yeah. like, turn out the lights I, I think and, we did. and play that? I think we did. It was, very, whole light it was show very cliche at that point. Ah, time. It was, it was awesome, still though. relevant. It's yep. pretty awesome, though. Yeah, well, that song is called Sirius, like satellite radio. Okay. And you know who recorded Sirius? Not a, not right. a clue. Trivia question within a trivia question within a trivia question. You ready? It was made famous by Austin Powers. Okay, so the Austin Powers movie. So it was from a movie. No, well, they never played the song, but they mentioned they made reference to the artist. You understand? They made reference to the artist in Austin Powers, and it brought that artist back into relevance because it was a punchline of a major joke. Okay. All right. So. Nothing. It was Alan Parsons' project. Gotcha. Now I remember that from. You remember the rocket? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. By Doctor Alan Parsons. Yeah, I remember that now. Thus making it the Alan Parsons project. Uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot in there. Yes, there is. I, just, I don't even know how I was ready for something like that. Right now. I feel, question... Is this the latest we've ever done a podcast? I feel like I'm ready for bed. <laughs> it is. It's <laughs> after an exhausting. If I see low energy, folks, it's... this week, it's because I am. Well, it's also because we just spent five hours on a <laughs> beach, a beach. beach soccer tournament. Yeah, in I, I like. Well, I'm ready for watching a our best defender Nick Hanuskin score nine goals in a beach soccer tournament. And scream to the camera like he was a professional wrestler. It's gonna be fun when you're a defender and then you get an opportunity to play and you just score nine goals. You just went absolutely crazy. Because I I told coach all year I should be playing in the front. Yeah, but I like Austin (laughs) Powers, and that was one of the you know uh, way to bring those references back there. So there you go. Uh, Fire away. See if you can you can hit me with your best shot early. All right, I'm gonna start reading some words, and I want to see if you can make the correlation between them. Yeah, I like those. I like those. Those are some of my favorites. Stormy. Okay. Dream. 
Okay. True. Chicago. <laughs> that's a fourth. That's a that's a bonus. I got more. I'm going oh, yeah? go, to keep going here. Okay. So just a review. Stormy. Right. Dream. Okay. True. Okay. Chicago. These are all kids' names, sadly. <laughs> yes, they are. Right? They are sadly kids' names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I picked it up. As soon as you hit Stormy, I was like, all right, it's either Daniels or the Kardashian kid. Uh, and Saint? Is it yeah, another one? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, North? North. <laughs> These are Chris. Apple. Jenner's grandkids. All of them. Yeah. Those are all. <laughs> they're grandkids. And, yeah. and they're also Caitlyn Jenner's grandkids. Yeah. I, I so, so I just finished listening. I'm going to give a shout out to David Spade on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. He did an audio book, right? It's called A Polaroid Guy in a Snapchat World. All right. And he his concept was, I hate writing books. I hate it. It's the worst, most tedious thing in the world. Love okay. doing audio books. So I'm just going to talk to a mic for six hours, not even bother writing an audio book or writing an actual book and only do an audio book. So, so his book was just talk for six hours. Six hours and of him giving book? stories from notes. Okay. He would write. He would be like, you know, chapter thirty six, like this, and and tell a story. It's kind of a good concept. It was awesome. Okay. It was absolutely awesome. And he and the best one of the best lines he had about Caitlyn Jenner. He goes, "Here's the problem. It's not what he did. It's the fact that he chose the name Caitlyn. Caitlyn is a twenty two year old girl's name wearing short skirts." He is still an old broad, even if he wants to be a broad. He's a barb. He should have been barb. He should have been barb. He should have been Marge. If you were like Marge Jenner, oh hi, if I'm Marge. You spent your whole life right in a man's body. Yeah, you're gonna get and everybody. finally, but you're broke out of you're that. Not gonna be Caitlyn. It doesn't matter. You're going for right. well, a, a was, sexy that name. Was his, you're, that was you're his. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do all that and become Marge. That, that was or his barb. big bit. That was his big bit. The best was Lovitz said he's very good friends with them. They used to tee off. Uh, yeah, this is a funny range. story. You were telling me right, about right, this. Right, right, right. And uh, the the club closed down for like seven months of renovations, so they didn't see each other. Yeah. And literally, he showed back up a woman. <laughs> and like, and Lovitz is and like. And he can still beat you in golf. Yeah, yeah right. He's right. Six, but but he's, he's six, like, here, six, here's three. what was unsettling about it. It's like, it's still Bruce. Like, yeah. nothing's changed in his personality. He's just sitting there wearing. <laughs> You know, women's, clothing. women's clothes and with a, you know, he's like, I'm finally free. He's like, you're finally free. <laughs> he's like, you look exactly, exactly the, the same. same. <laughs> you had the same exact personality. You didn't like you change your voice. You didn't like do anything. So I don't know. It's just interesting. Observations the best is the people. guy that does the, the voice, the um, the Caitlyn Jenner voice. Oh, for Stern? Oh, my gosh. That guy is the best. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a lot. you can 50 get ways to lose your slong. That song. Uh, that he sings that song. There's a lot there. Um, Put it in the cans, Dan. I got a question, scientific question. I like getting you on some of these. Uh, not that I think you don't know it. It's just we don't do enough of these. You know what I mean? We try to. We do so much pop culture, maybe a little. People science hate science. I mean, it, it, remember that picture Ronnie did a few weeks ago with some scientists in there? People are like barking about it. Like I said, every time somebody asks me, "Why don't we have more science in the quiz?" And they're like, "Who asked that?" I'm like, I guess nobody. <laughs> I guess All scientists. Right. All right, what do you got? Well, then I, I feel like I should just grab that question. No, good, good, right, good. Right. You know the like organ the... responsible for producing insulin? Uh, what organ re- is responsible for producing insulin in a person? Man, I haven't taken biology in a number of years. I feel like I can narrow it down to three pretty easily. Uh, is it the kidneys? 
it, then it's your uh, pancreas. It's your pancreas. Yeah. Yes. I, Which between like, liver, pancreas, and kidneys, and then I guess just the word is too so close. So the kidneys are like filter. They like filter, and then the insulin is your pancreas. Pancreas okay. and pancakes have too many. You can't live. Sounding. You can't live without your pancreas, then, huh? I think you want your pancreas. It's the spleen. You can. You can. You can remove. Do, your you can spleen. remove your spleen. Yeah, I think you don't want to do the pancreas. Right, you need the pancreas. I think you need it. Pancreas I get the pancreas and the spleen confused once in a while. All hail the pancreas. Uh, what do you got? I got a good one for you after this, and then we'll move on to sports because we got to do a little bit of an abbreviated. Yeah, because it's almost dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Uh, all right. What Canadian actor? Voice is the new voice of the Vancouver public transit system. What Canadian actor's voice is the new voice of the Vancouver public transportation system? He's replacing Morgan Freeman. God. So imagine you get off the subway in Vancouver and you're reassured that you heard the right place by Morgan Freeman. It feels very good. So now you're getting this. This guy? Yeah, this uh, is a Vancouver guy. Hometown hero. It's funny. The first guy that comes to mind is Jim Carrey. I don't know why. I would say Canadian actor. He's like one or two. And it then comes the to my second mind. guy that comes to mind is Seth Rogen. You got it. Seth Rogen. <laughs> he's now the voice hey. of Vancouver hey. Public Transportation. You're at your stop. I don't even know how to do a good Seth Rogen. <laughs> Dude, you're totally stoned. Don't miss your stop. Is there going to be some weed references like mixed into the public transit system signals? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, Wake up, dude. You're the last <laughs> one on the train. Uh. <laughs> It'd be great if he was trolling people while he was on there. There's some good videos that could come out of that for sure. I'm sure if he agreed to do it, there's got to be some humor aspect. But You would hope. Um, so here's the question for you. Uh, let's transition to sports. You ready to transition to sports? Yeah, let's go. Okay, did you see which quarterback took a lot of uh, flack for going on a public date with a pornography actress, better known as a porn star, in L.A.? All right, well, not only did I take note of this. <laughs> not only I did, did some, I, I did some re- research on it. Also. Oh, did you now? Yeah, the first thing is, although Jimmy G, and I don't even know if you're aware of this, but he is my favorite non-packer in the entire league. Yeah, you love him. I love him. And I love him because I know that with every W on Jimmy G's, uh, you know, on his record, right? That Bill Belichick cries a tear. Uh, it's Did you know driving him to Belichick was calling Jimmy G after each of Jimmy's games? Yo, I gotta tell you, what do you think him leaving and then going to San Fran? <laughs> Is that a Belichick? Uh, well, move? I know, but I think they like the kid that they got. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, he's replaceable. So you, you would take first, Belichick over anybody. Come on. Yeah, it's true. So the first thing I anybody. did when I heard about this story was to look up what she looked like. Okay. I, I don't know what this guy is thinking. Floored, right? Floored. I, I, I mean, not only – I don't think I would – No. Like, I, like what is the – there, he's got a I fetish. I wouldn't watch her across the street. I know that. He's got a fetish. <laughs> I know, let's, I know, let's be frank. I know he's that. He's got a fetish. Well, like, so I hear the story. And yeah. my beloved Jimmy G is going out, with, which, so I'm just like. So you rush to the internet. Like, I rush who to the is internet. she? I see what I'm looking at. I don't know. Whatever's going through my head, it's not good. I and I'm like, this this is it. Like, he, what is he doing? How could he have that kind of judgment? And then what does he do? He gets out the next day. Next day. Owns it. Talks yep. about what a mistake it was. 
talked about how this is a learning experience, and now he understands what it means to like lead a franchise. Is he not? The, I, I love this kid. So I mean, it, it went from like it's just could have loved him more to like I was out. There just is no better picture. I'm <laughs> sorry, then, but it's just like. But he did the exact right thing. You can't date a porn star and have a hundred million dollars. So Shannon Sharp with a tweet of the century, like underneath the New York Post, Jimmy Garoppolo calls the night with porn star, quote, a learning experience. (laughs) Shannon Sharp, bet he learned a lot. (laughs) Crying emoji. (laughs) Don't forget, they didn't didn't realize it was a big deal until after they left together. So, like, you don't go on a date with her without being like. We've all made mistakes, but what is the most important thing? Waking up the next day and being like, that was a mistake. Oh, Learn my lesson. He, he don't have to worry lesson. about that again. But, what, what was he going to be in a relationship? I, I don't yeah. know what he was thinking. She just wanted a nice night out. But it's nice to know that uh, we don't have the same taste of women either. I, You know, it's <laughs> funny. Obviously, if you go look for who, the most searched items. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's an immediate. I was driving driving in a car. Texting. Whatever you call it. Got to know what you're like. yeah. Boom. Yeah. Uh, all right, throw one uh, my way, and then I'll I'll fire back. All right, so I asked you last week who had the most home runs in the aughts, you know, yep. 2000 to 2009, 2000s. and you took you less than, I think, a second to Middle get it. a second. So who had the most strikeouts? Let's see if I can hit you with one. Barry Bonds. No, no, what pitcher? Oh, okay, because uh, that can mean multiple yeah, I doubt Bonds struck out that much in the 2000s. Like, barely anybody pitched him. What pitcher had the most strikeouts? 2000 to 2009. A decade. Slowed it down a little on this one. Yeah, like the first guy that comes to mind is Randy Johnson. He got it. So. All right. You know know your early 2000s. That was my heyday with with the. But, you know, like. I'll tell you what is not my heyday. Pedro was there. 2018. (laughs) Pedro was there, but, like, he had injuries. Right. So I, I figured he was. And list. Pedro probably peaked a little. I mean, I guess Randy Johnson's best year might have been before 2000, but. Yeah. Um, all right. So I know you saw some of the things, so I included them in this quiz that has already passed this uh, this week. But uh, one of the reasons I did the Chicago Bulls intro is because I did a little research on the Harlem Globetrotters. Did you see this uh, question that made it? No, I don't think I did. I, okay. I took a night off. From... So, right. So this was uh, um, absolutely unfathomable to me. So there's uh, like a three-part question here, okay? All right. Let's start with what decade do you think the Harlem Globetrotters started? All right. I can probably narrow it down. I'll say the 50s. The 1920s. Oh, no. Crazy, Whale. right? Okay. Now. Just like all the other they lies. basketball in the 20s? That's what I'm I mean, saying. Geez, that, That's that what I'm saying. Way so, early. So not only did they have, they helped craft everything about basketball. I didn't realize how important their existence was to the birth of the overall pro game. So they okay. were created so long ago. Now, did they dribble this, in 1920 when they started? No, I don't even think so. Yeah, I don't think and, they had. And basically, you know, they, didn't have they got these guys. And so here's the here's the history, which is mind-boggling to me. Let's talk about what state they were founded in in the 1920s. Where do you think they were created? Right, give me a second to think about this. I, for some reason, I thought they were from Chicago, so I would say Illinois. But... You got it right. Yeah, okay. All right, thought I did You're 100% right. Yeah, they were created in Illinois by a businessman. Now, that same, remember how we did the story about Philadelphia cream cheese? Yeah, and, it, and yeah, it's from Buffalo. Like that, right, and it was like we did it because the, the top dairy was yeah. called Philadelphia. Right, so – 
Somebody said, hey, where's the epicenter of African-American culture? Harlem. Harlem. Even in the 20s. Even in the, especially in the 20s, the birthplace of jazz. It was like the, the whole you know glitz and glamour of that culture was there. And originally so like the, the touring act was there. Okay. So it was, it was like they never went – oh, wait, okay. So uh, this is this, the last part of the question. What year or decade – you could have either – did they first play a game in Harlem? So now you know, 1927, right. they were founded. So were they around 50 years before they played in Harlem? <laughs> I mean. The Harlem Globetrotters, I'll say the folks, 60s. The 60s. I got it. 1968. Wow, close they, to 70s, yeah, yeah. First time they played in Harlem, founded in 1927. That's great. So everything you've been taught is a lie. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, here's Harlem's team, the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, they they trotted the globe for 40 years before they found their way back to yeah, Harlem. Did they ever have a home stadium or they were always no, a traveling act? They were always a traveling act. Okay. That, that was the whole purpose of that. Sure. Uh, you know, but they would they travel played, with the Washington Yeah, in Washington Generals? Generals was one team. There was another team uh, that they played against frequently as well, which, okay, I don't which know wasn't as well known. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll get you the name of it. but And, of course, you remember the name of the theme song that they played? Yeah, Sweet Georgia Brown. Great. One of the all-time greatest, isn't it? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, it's just, like, so iconic. I don't know that there's a song that fits a a, a team quite like that. That's why I kind of did the serious thing, because I think that song was totally synonymous with the Chicago Bulls. Like, people heard that, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's the Bulls intro. You know, because all those games that were featured with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and whatever else. So, you know, uh, but outside of that, uh, my thought is uh, Sweet, George, Sweet Brown. George Brown's the number one. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, what do you got? All right, let's see if I can. Well, let's give you, give you this. Is... Who's the second most decorated American swimmer behind Michael Phelps? We all know Michael Phelps. Is... Mark Spitz. Okay, so that's the, you would think you would go with that, right? It's right. actually not. It's a guy who's competed against. Is it Loki? Yeah, Lochte. That guy that just got that suspended. Moron. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he just got suspended again. He missed ten months for like what did he graffiti a window or something? broke a window in Brazil? So they suspended for ten months. Then he comes back. He's oh just... wait, I, f- I forgot the uh, the last uh, insulting thing about the Harlem Globetrotters. Where are they currently headquartered? You figured at this point maybe they go home. Headquarters in Harlem? No, Atlanta. Right. <laughs> so I was like, come on, man. Uh. Why can't we just get them back to Harlem and have them the Harlem Globetrotters? Right, here's one for you. Headquarters. This is a good one. You got a shot at this because you're a big draft guy. Okay. What two players taken within the top five picks of the 1989 NFL draft combined to play in 18 Pro Bowls and share the same last name? Two players, top five picks of 89's draft combined to play in 18 Pro Bowls and share the same last name. I'm going to go with Sanders. Yeah. Dion and Barry. You got it. Right? Because yeah. uh, Dion was, Barry was what, pick three? Yeah. Right behind the Packers yeah, uh, I think selection. Dion was pick five. Of Tony Mandarich. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, oh my God. Who was number, all right, so who was number one? Well, let, let's look at that draft. This 89 draft? Yeah. This is a good one. This is one of my all-time favorite drafts. Was uh, one Aikman? Well, one was outstanding, and two was Tony Mandarich. They were all, all the whole top four was good, though. Right. Well, you just it was heard Dion three. Barry. Everybody but the Packers pick. Who was the Aikman? Fourth, Aikman was one, and the fourth pick is a Hall of Famer, Derek Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, it. Right. that's it. 
<laughs> and the Packers yeah, and, got their left tackle of the future. All right, so I'm going to one-up you, right? Top six. A second player with one of the other name, same name as one of the top five. So pick number six also had the same last name as somebody in the top five. Well, it's not Aikman or Mandarin. <laughs> so now, now you're down to interesting guesses, aren't you? Thomas? Thomas. Yep, Broderick Thomas, oh, pick six. I don't know Broderick Linebacker Thomas. Linebacker <laughs> from Nebraska. I was just trying to get a, get a Thomas. The best is, all right, so you have all those iconic names. Pick number eight from Pittsburgh, Burt Grossman. Mm. Ooh. San Diego Chargers. <laughs> Burt Grossman. <laughs> then Sammy Smith. Then Eric Hill. Eric Hill was a decent player. Yeah, but, I mean, there's nothing worse than passing on three Hall of Famers in a row. Now, here's the, <laughs> now, now, three now here's in a the row. nice part, right? So Especially because Dion was my favorite player. Aikman, Sanders, Thomas, Sanders, all Hall of Famers. 11 through 14, all perennial All-Pros. Trace Armstrong, Eric Metcalf, Jeff Longman, and Donnell Wolford. So it was a very, very strong draft. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. Steve Atwater, Andre Risen, Bobby Humphrey. There's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So, excellent. Good, 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 good. Tony Um, Mandarich. Tony Mandarich. Uh, Do I have anything else? I felt like I had one more sports question for you before we move on to geography history, but I honestly don't remember what it is. I think there was just a follow-up that was uh, part of that whole... uh, Part of that whole one with... Oh, no, no, no. I did have it. Okay, so I'm glad I got it. So I want to ask you, what actor recently attended his first soccer game wearing a Manchester City shirt, having his kid wear a Manchester City shirt, and then said on his social media, go Manchester United? This is the greatest. I I love this stuff because... You know, you, you just look like such an asshole. When you, you know what I mean? It's like you are <laughs> such a poser. You don't even know that there's two teams in the same city, <laughs> and you're dressed like an idiot, and you don't even know who you're rooting for. Head to for. toe. Head to toe in so, powder I, blue. I, I might not have known this last year, but there's actually two big clubs in Manchester. Yeah. One is called Manchester United. Yep. and the, It's the Mets and the Yankees. It's the Mets and the Yankees. It's so, exactly so what like it is. So going... To the Yankee game. Dressed head to toe in, in a Mets, Yankee. No, 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 Yankee no, gear. Go game. Mets. And then on social media. Go saying, Mets. Go Yankee. Yeah, go Mets. Go Mets. Exactly right. Yeah. That was on uh, NPH. Yes, one Neil one Patrick one Harris. <laughs> it's, it's just, you it's so, idiot. it's so great. So great. I'm so glad Nothing I remember. Nothing makes me happier. <laughs> I feel bad for the guy. He's trying to like expose. Uh... Oh, I actually Who have. Who was the race car driver that sang. Take me out to the ball game. Jeff Gordon. And then thanked Jeff Rick- Gordon. Hey, Wrigley Stadium. <laughs> hey, Wrigley Stadium. Let's like, hear it. You clearly never heard anybody say Wrigley Field before in your oh, life. Oh, my God. Wrigley Stadium. Wrigley Stadium. Boo. Boo. <laughs> now you got to And sing. then he didn't even sing. Remember? Yeah. He, like, let it go. Well, that's got to rattle you. I mean, you're, you're, you're there. You're used to everybody just, oh, you know, we kissing have a your whole, ass we have a the whole, whole time. On that. And then you get up to say, take me out to the ball game. Thank you, Wrigley Stadium. And then they just start Booing you. The, the best Rome clips where Jim Rome used to do uh, a radio show where he would yeah. bring in the Wrigley Stadium or Wrigley I'll get it Field. Back. I'll get it back. Yeah, but there's no, you no, won't. You won't. <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. Oh, no, you won't. I'll get it back. And it gets get funnier it every single time. 
But my favorite was Mike Ditka. Remember when Ditka showed up like a house of fire and did it in like 12 seconds flat? He's like, let's hear it. One, two, three. Yeah, okay. Like the guy, he's like, listen to the organ guy trying to keep up in the background. One, He was out. Done. Uh, no, my favorite is the Carl Lewis. Just oh, <laughs> Carl Lewis. Oh yeah, national anthem. All right, I'll take one more sports question from you, and I have one more. I got to get this one in there because it's just great. It's a great one. Okay, give me a second here because it's going to be in the upcoming weeks quiz. You thought All right, what athlete on? shares his nickname with a London landmark? What athlete shares his nickname with a London landmark? <laughs> it's not broad at all. There's no. Not too many landmarks in London, one of the oldest, most famous cities in the world. This should jump out at you. I, I'm not. Th- this is like question number Buckingham? one. Buckingham? Who's Buckingham? I'm sure there's a Buckingham in What sports. do you think of London? What are the three must-see landmarks? Like uh, Big Ben. So there you go. Like the nickname Big, Big Ben. Yeah, Big okay, Ben. That's it. Yeah. The, what athlete? Oh, Ben Roethlisberger. There you go. Yeah. Okay. That's that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> London Bridge. London Bridge is not London Bridge. <laughs> no, London Bridge is Big in Ben Phoenix. Parliament. Did you know that? I did. So Lake, Lake Havasu. Yeah, Lake, Lake Havasu. Havasu. Where else? Which is bizarre. Uh, I do want to go see it though and drive over London. Well, Bridge. Well, like, like, imagine if you were a town that had no attraction yeah. and you were so far from anything. Yeah. So it's like, hey, they're getting rid of the they're taking down the London Bridge. It's like, give, give us it that. Us. We'll, we'll take, we'll it. take we'll that. that junk. We'll build that and give a reason to you know why not go visit it. I love it. All right, so this is fantastic. Do you know the average lifespan of a Major League Baseball? Seven pitches. It's eight pitches. Oh, oh you're so close. Uh, I think how, it's gone up. It right, used to be seven Approximately pitches. how many are used every game? <laughs> like, we complain about ordering, you know, 12 balls for the season. <laughs> the average lifespan is seven pitches. All right, so... I would say it's got to be twenty-eight, ninety, ninety, wait, ninety or approximately ninety are used each game. Uh, okay, so if I was trying to do lifespan of the ball times and divide like pitches in a game, you see what I'm saying? So if there's eight pitches, you would think right, but like one ten out, balls would get you eighty pitches, right? But twenty-seven outs, right? Well, no, but think about from pitches in a game. Okay. What are the average amount of pitches in a game? Yeah, like 100 and... Per side. The right. Average pitcher would throw, if you throw a complete game, like 120 plus pitches. Right. So I was thinking like 250. Okay. 250 some pitches divided by... Seven. Divided by eight. Right. Per baseball. That's what got me to like the high 20s. Just yeah, under 30. That's, uh, apparently approximately 90 are used every single game. Well, I wonder if they, they don't get rid of them. Like maybe they use 90. They have 90 available. But then, if it doesn't get lost, maybe they use it for the next game. I don't. I have know. no idea. I'm not sure how that that math happened. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, apparently, they sell they resell used game balls as souvenirs. Quite. So one of the weirdest things I've do. never caught a baseball. I can't even imagine how many I've games I've been to. Caught multiple baseballs and I've been I, next to them. I've caught them with cheating and I've caught him without cheating because when my dad used to get the tickets to Ingersoll Rand's box at Yankee Stadium where he parked with the players this is old Yankee Stadium the nets came right up and they gave every box a fishing net right so you had this big fishing pole thing right and as the foul balls rolled right up 
to the thing, they slowly came up, and you would grab them with the fishing net and bring them I would count the that. I would, what I don't count is if they, like, toss it to you. No. Well, we, so we, uh, we I'm were talking frantic about, about it's using It's got to be legitimately off of bass. No, any way you no, get no, no, it. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, so we were I'll, frantic I'll about using these fishing nets and bring them up there. But my dad also caught two different balls, one at Yankee Stadium, one at Old Shea Stadium, over the course of a couple of years. And he remembers one was the St. Louis Cardinal game because I remember the player used to play for the Mets. I can't remember exactly who it is in my head now, but uh, we, we remember he was switched there. And uh, the other was at a Yankee game, and I don't remember who caught. Yeah, my dad got a couple when he was younger. Yep. But I, I was at the game when – remember the home run race between McGuire? Sure, and Sosa. And Sosa. I was at the game where hey, he hit – I was at the game where he hit number 50. Oh, and yeah. the guy who caught it was like 11 people away from me. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, geography history. Everybody's uh, favorite subject and. So trivia world, right? <laughs> uh, maybe not. Uh, what is the most common symbol found on flags across the world? Star. Yeah, stars. How going to be anything else? I mean, it's, you know, a hammer and a sickle. It's not the sickle. The sickle's not the most common, common thing. All right. Uh, we asked, uh, I think it was OG's um, Yellowstone. How about Grand Teton National Park? You know where that is? The Grand Tetons? <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> as a kid. That's a nickname you're... I gave right, to somebody. Right. As, as, right. as a kid, <laughs> right. when you hear that, aren't you just enjoyed? Just like somebody's like, hey, you know, there's a lake in South America. It's called Lake Titicaca. And you're like, no. Yeah, that's... how could that be anything but bad? That's not, <laughs> there's that's no not, way you could have that much right. going that's on. That's not in a happening. Lake. Yeah. That's not real. It's like, no, uh, it's very real. Uh, I don't know where the Grand Tetons are, I guess. I guess that's what I have to come to grips with here, but <laughs> I'm going to... I don't. I really... I, I know they I exist. Just, I've my, heard of them. My brain is working at a level that is not its normal... We have fried Nick's brain. <laughs> he did spend I've been out in the considerable amount of time in the here. today. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Tetons are... Give it a whirl. Throw a throw Yeah, I'm going to throw one out, but I, I just I hate getting stuff wrong if I know it. But uh, anyway, let's just go with North Dakota. Wyoming. Yeah. The Grand Tetons. Seems I, like I, a lovely I state. I didn't know it then. There's a Livingston, Wyoming. Isn't that interesting? It's only interesting because that's the town I grew up in, but not Wyoming. Anyway, I've been to Livingston, New York. Livingston, Wyoming. What do you got? Uh, let's see if we know this one. What country's capital means good air? What country's capital? Argentina. Yes. Buenos Aires. Good air. It's <laughs> a great. Hey, how, how's the air down there? It's, it's good. good. It's good. It's bueno. Good. It's bueno. <laughs> it's bueno. <laughs> Buenos Aires. Muy bueno. It's not like over there. It's bueno. <laughs> there must be like some Mal, bad air. Malos Aires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Across it's the There's got to be a lot of right. bad air down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. They have wonderful steak there. And uh, so do you know who the president of Argentina was uh, or what nation exiled its president for 18 years? Argentina? Well, no, I'm sorry. What the, What was the name of the exiled president from Argentina who was sent away for 18 years? Which president did Argentina it exile Is it for 18 husband? years? Yes. Do you know his name? Avita, I will avenge you, or you will avenge me. And one day, Madonna will play you in a movie, <laughs> which would be a great honor. 
Oh, but man. Madonna, she is incredibly white. <laughs> yeah, that would never go to that. Oh, oh, no, no, Scarlett no, Johansson no. to play right, Tex transgender. Hill. You think you're going to get Madonna to play a No, 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 no. J-Lo's got that role. I know I know this, and I just can't. My, head, my brain's not working. It's okay. Juan Peron. Yeah. I know she's Ava Peron, but I didn't, Juan. I didn't know Juan. Juan I could have guessed Juan, I guess. <laughs> Which one? What do you got? Uh, do you know the only crime that is defined in the U.S. Constitution? Treason. 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 Did you know that when the I made the for... television show One Versus a 100, they asked me for the most interesting fact I knew about the U.S. government, and that's what I gave them? Nuh-uh. Yeah. Wow. I did it on camera in my little test shoot. They got me in a hotel room. You remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, I did yeah, that, Yeah, we too. were up there. Yeah, they yeah said, I did hey, that, what, too. What's the most interesting fact you know about our government? I said uh, the only thing defined in the U.S. Constitution is treason. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fascinating. The penalty is death, right? <laughs> that's, that's always nice. You know what's great? Uh, it's not great. It's actually horrible. But, like, so we have treason defined penalty death, right? They just convicted, like, 300 people in Egypt for protesting the government last year. And guess what the consequence was? Death. Death. You wow. protesters. 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 Death, huh? Die. Yeah. Oh, I saw somebody got multiple years in prison for dancing in public. You know how like we have the church, uh, separation of church and state, all that stuff, yeah. right? So they had like this court ruled, and they said like, okay, death sentence. Now it goes to like the high religious leader for approval. So that he's the one that's got right. Like, he puts the stamp life on. Is in the hands the of the hand, religious the leader. The mufti. <laughs> the mufti. Uh, all right, let's move on to entertainment. Final round of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast because we do have to get out of here. We're thirty-five minutes on the nose. Uh, all right. So this is another part of the story I wanted to get out there about that comedy show I saw the other day. So it leads into it. Uh, what former Full House star hosted Comedy Central roast of Bob Saget? Do you know who the host of the Bob Saget roast was? Well, I can narrow it down to two. So was it Stamos or the other guy? The other guy is not the right answer. It's Stamos. Okay. Dave, Dave Coulier is the Dave other guy. Yeah. So now I've seen Dave Coulier live uh, do comedy. He's good. He dated Alanis Morissette. He talks about it. Uh, well, the funniest thing is that song is about him. Yes. And it was like one of the most He's, like. He said it isn't. But, shocking but songs. You, but you know it is. Well, it's like, just because of it's one about line. the guy from. Yeah, it's just because of one line because she's will like, will she go down on you in a theater? Yeah, but. So that, you're thinking about the guy from Full House, Uncle Joey. That song was a pretty important song. Nails. Go down my back and hope you feel it. It's very intense. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I like, thought that was a pretty. That's like a that's like a, a knife in a bunny, you know, in a boiling pot of water. What was bigger, that song it. when it came out, or Rolling in the Deep when Adele had Rolling in the Deep? About equal. Okay, that's I wouldn't say that was actually bigger. Yeah, that's a, you know, I think they actually parallel pretty well. I'm thinking maybe the one of the biggest singles by a female artist outside of, like, Madonna, I can think of. I, I think you actually just hit an interesting parallel. I think they are very similar. I think Adele might kind of be the modern, the next version of Alanis Morissette in a lot of ways. Number of hits is parallel. Yeah, could she follow it up at all? Because Alanis really disappeared after her yeah, she's, you first know, couple she, of she threw a couple. She threw a couple out there that got a little bit of play and whatever else. You know, it's so hard to stay on top in that business once you get success, yeah, especially and... once you have a sound that's so identifiable. But yeah, so Stamos hosted it. So uh, Lovitz, when he did that comedy routine, did a full ten minutes of songs about Bob Saget being gay. Right. So just 
let you know what but you're he's not. in for. If you, no, he isn't. That's kind of the funny part. He's engaged. He's got a beautiful fiance. But uh, I'll tell you the most shocking thing. One of the most shocking things I ever saw was when I saw Bob Saget do comedy. Because you picture him from so straight the, the videos. What was that? America's, America's funniest, funniest home videos and the Full so, House thing. And then he gets up and he's it's you can't even it's cocaine jokes and a yeah, you almost can't even like enjoy it because it's so shocking. It's, it's, like it, I, I remember like what it is just turn it off because it's floored. it's so filthy. It's beyond and it's, filthy. It's from the Full House dad. It's almost like not even funny. It's it's beyond filthy. Yeah, it's, like you know how it's funny if you're joking around with your friends and they say something, but then when it's like. Your buddy's dad lays a joke, and you're like, Oof, that's kind of, you know, like, that's sort of over the line. That's what it was. That's what it felt like. Super uncomfortable. Awkward. Speaking of, speaking of awkward, awkward uh, especially if this guy's like uh, your boyfriend that you're bringing home to, uh, to the family. Do you know who the lead singer of the Sex Pistols was? Sid Vicious. No, but Johnny you're like, Rotten. Yes, <laughs> I was like his evil twin brother. <laughs> Sid Vicious. I wasn't Johnny sure. Rotten. I wasn't sure. Yep, Johnny sure. Rotten. Uh, who's your boyfriend, Mary? Oh, this is Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, excuse Great. me. I'm going to go hang myself now. Anyway, moving on. I'm sure he was a lovely guy. Is he alive? That's a good no. question. Okay. Johnny Rotten dead? Uh, he's got to be. Got to be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if, you're, if you come to fame he's in the sex- 70s with <laughs> the a name sex- Johnny Rotten, you think you're going to make it to 2018? <laughs> All right, so what's the over-under on when he was gone? 80. Oh, 84. 84. Over-under. You better watch out. Oh, he's still alive. He's still alive. He better watch out. What did Sid Vicious do? Like, what, Sid what Vicious he... is definitely Oh, I know he's dead. dead. Yeah, but, but Johnny Rotten is still going, like, strong. What could he look like? His name is John Lydon, by the way. It's not really Johnny Rotten, okay, so yeah, I guess right. that's what you tell your... Your relatives. Uh, what could he look like? A lot what you would imagine Johnny Skinny. Rotten looks like. Yeah, it looks well-maintained. Oh, okay. All right. So good for him. Yeah. yeah. So he was the lead singer. What did Sid Vicious do? Let's see. Is he the guitar player? Sid. I didn't realize there was <laughs> Sid. The bassist. Oh, he was vocalist. the bassist and vocalist. Yep. Okay. But he wasn't lead vocals. Yep. What did he die in? 70... 79. Nine? Okay, so yeah. 78, 79. So, Johnny Rotten out survived Sid Vicious. It's probably yeah. good for Johnny Rotten that it's Sid, Sid Vicious died. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I gotta like, just go by John Lydon and yeah, kind of back off. Get out of this whole punk oh. rock thing. Just, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers. Peace and love to Johnny Rotten. We, we wish you no harm. <laughs> I'm really sorry if things... Yeah, anyway. Uh, what else you got? Want to throw one more? Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? We got a couple here. All right. Uh, playing off the Rat Pack and Brat Pack, Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, among others, have gotten what nickname? Playing off the Rat Pack and Brat Pack, Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> what nickname was given to that group? Uh, what's well, uh, I would prefer uh, Crackhead Bob and uh, Beetlejuice and... Uh, the Whack. Right, the Whack Pack. <laughs> no. I like the Whack Pack much better. I can name a lot of those. Blue Iris. Who's your favorite Whack Packer? Mine? Ever. Yeah, ever. It's not even close. Beetlejuice is the well, best. Beetlejuice yeah. is so great. I, I loved Hank the Angry Dwarf. Fun. Yeah, but nothing's funnier to me. No, no, no. But I loved Hank because he was such a trivia file, and he was like crazy well, right. he was like, like with what crazy he Crazy smart. So I love listening then... to I was fascinated by his dynamic. But yeah, Beetlejuice is just, I don't even, 
just pure crazy. Just pure crazy. Um, what could they be called? The 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 crack pack. The frack, the the. All right, I'll give you a clue. It stems from a movie that a few of them started together. Um, one of their first big successes as a group. Ben Stiller. And well, that's the thing too. They're not all in the same movie. You know, I'm just saying that nickname. I think came from that they did a lot of movies together. Though, the group. Genuinely, don't know. Comes from old school. I think is what a lot of them the were. The frat pack. The frat pack. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That makes sense. I was trying to find words that rhyme with that. Yeah. So the frat pack. Yeah. Old school. That makes sense. I didn't realize Ben Stiller was even in that. No, but they were in a ton of movies together, so they called them the frat pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You're my boy, Blue. One of the great uh, characters of all time. Sure. Um. All right. We could leave you on that, but I'm gonna give you even more. Uh. All right. This is an interesting one. Um, do you know who dubbed the seventies the me decade? Hmm. Tough. Shit. <sighs> oh, jeez. Is it an author? Yes. <sighs> Animal is the last name. An author. You said an animal is this author's last name? Yes. House Stark. Oh, Wolf. Thomas? Thomas Wolf. Yes. <laughs> that would have been hard. That would have been hard to get to, I'll be honest. Yeah. Well, I figured I hadn't had a Game of Thrones reference all Yeah. That <laughs> all would have so been. That's what I, was gonna I, don't go know. I don't know if I can take credit for and that. And finally, one. you know the courtroom TV show that starred a very tall actor named Richard Mole? Yeah, Night Court. Night Court! Yes. I got one more for you. If Keep you wanna, Bull alive. If you want to end on something yes, here. Yes, I want to end on something. Can you tell me Richard the Mull. only sequel to star Denzel Washington? Ooh. What is the only sequel to star Denzel Washington? Wow. Is it an animated? No. Okay, good. Because that would be such a cheap answer if it was like, oh, he was the... The voice in it. Yeah. No. It's the, it's the voice of the donkey's cousin. No, Denzel Shrek. never did a sequel until this one. God, I wish I... Just immediately knew the answer to this. Uh, it is really tough, and one of the reasons why is it's currently number one at the box office. What's your favorite Denzel movie ever? The quintessential Denzel the movie. Quintel. I'm just asking your favorite. I don't know if you want to call it quintessential. Or not. I have no idea. I well, that it. movie Fences was probably his best role. If you're just talking about like a guy that will always live live, live with me. I don't remember the name of it. He played a pilot in a movie that I loved. Uh, it was, I want to say it was like an alcoholic pilot. Yep, yep. That was a great movie. One of his best roles. He's like defending himself in court and yeah. whatever else. Yeah, he was he was awesome in that. Um, but my, uh, my, uh, my favorite Denzel movie. Hmm. I have mine. It's not a pop. It's not a, you know, award winning anything, but it was just the most enjoyable experience I ever had with him. Okay, go ahead. It's called Ricochet. John Lithgow. Okay. He plays a cop, and, like, Lithgow's this, like, mastermind criminal, and he had been put away by this guy. And then Denzel went from street cop to, like, you know, lieutenant to, like, whatever else all the way up the ladder. Then this guy gets out of prison and basically makes it his mission to uh, destroy his life systematically. Wow. Uh, and it's amazing. Sounds really – and I love Lithgow. Lithgow's best role ever. Like he is a—he's probably one of the best criminals I've ever seen in my life. 
So it's good stuff. Ricochet. I'm trying to think of what my I want to say flight was the name of that one that I was talking about. It's got about. like flight three. So it's probably got flight in a number. No, no. Oh, oh the sequel that I'm talking oh, about. Oh, no, no, no. The sequel. I have no idea. I give up. I give up. Equalizer two. <laughs> I Can you imagine remember. he held out his whole career without doing a, a sequel? sequel and then equal. I didn't even remember. Oh, he I made got the it. Movie I got equalizer. my. I, I knew I was missing my favorite. What? I, knew, I knew I had. I had to look up his IMDb. Crimson Tide. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep, Crimson Tide. That was my favorite, Denzel. It was. Uh, it's like a submarine movie, right? Isn't he yeah. like a, like a soldier, like like a navy? Yeah, with Gene Hackman. Yeah, with Gene Hackman. He's exactly. like second in command, and like Hackman kind of loses his mind a little bit. Yeah, he's the OE. Do they call it? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Or the EO? Yeah, what? EO. Executive yeah, officer. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he like it's like mutiny kind of. Yeah, it's like, oh, definitely. It's yeah, you're right. Crimson Tide's a great movie. Yeah, it was it's a great awesome. movie. It was like right around the time, not too long after the Hunt for Red October. I was like, ah, they're making a lot of good sub movies. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's a good genre. Uh, I'll tell you what was not my favorite Denzel movie. What was not your favorite Denzel movie? Philadelphia. Oh, uh, do you remember who Denzel's boyfriend was in? You mean Tom Hanks's boyfriend? Oh, he, Denzel was, but Denzel was the lawyer. Oh, wasn't that's he? right. That's right. The Tom Hanks's boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yes. How do you think they sold Puss him on and that boots. line? Puss and boots. <laughs> I, uh, I, we got a, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think if there's any others. Oh, there's a lot of very disturbing Twitter stuff about Tom Hanks. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> That's all I could say. Right, so Tom Hanks I would say a I'm, good I'm week pretty, on Twitter. Pretty, pretty, pretty good on Fences is my favorite Denzel role, and Crimson Tide is my favorite Denzel movie. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with Flight Ricochet. is my runner-up for both, I would say. I got I, I to remember As Ricochet, one of the few people who remember. liked Book of Eli, I liked... Uh, I did like Book of Eli. Yeah, I, I did like I, it. I, I liked, uh, uh, you know, uh, We Are the Titans. What, what's the... I'm getting the name wrong. I'm thinking We Are Marshall and I'm crossing it with Remember the Titans. Yeah, that was good. Remember, remember the, the Titans, Titans was yeah, good. That was good. Um, i trying to think what else. What else was even that was just really... Freaking awesome! I know. Oh, Training it, Day. Yeah, Training yeah. Day won the Oscar for. Yep, I like Training Day. I, I thought that was reasonable. All right. Well, we gave we gave you tons of shout outs and uh, sort of recap the career of, of Denzel. Uh, Denzel, and we also uh, made sure to warn Johnny Rotten to take care of himself. Go see a doctor. <laughs> uh, just watch yourself over the next couple weeks. All right, that's going to be it for uh, the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. For Nick, my name is Drew. This has we'll been see you next week. Trivia Podcast. Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Sure having himself a ball.
guess that was that cat, all right.